Coming up on That Thing I Do, we have a couple crazy new things. I'm on location in a fabulous place that I'll talk about that I don't think I would really talk about in any other venue other than this very podcast. So stay tuned for that. Also, we can talk to Esty, who is not sick with the COVID-19 virus, but our old friend, the common cold. So we're living two very different lives right now, but we get into it with some uh, reality TV shows that we like and some other things uh, without a guest. But the guest is going to be, you know, the crazy situation that we're both in. So it's coming up. It's going to blow your fucking mind. So here we are. This is episode, I don't even know what, of that thing I do. Um, it's an interesting one. This is a very unique episode. Um, we, a couple episodes back, didn't have a guest. And this one is similar, but there's a different kind of guest for this one because the guest is a very interesting topic and scenario that um, I'm, I'm just Go in a very... In- I'm recording this. <sighs> All right. I mean, I guess this this podcast has been a bit of an opportunity to let people into my life. And I don't know if you know this about me, SC, or if our listeners know this, but I was not built for social media. And um, I don't I don't like sharing a lot of my life. I guess I've, I've coined myself as a bit of a sentiment hoarder. And a lot of people we live in a world and there's nothing wrong with this. People love sharing their lives and what they're doing. And you know, that's just what people do now. And that's totally cool. I just wasn't built for it. I don't know what it is. I kind of like, if I do special things or I don't know, I just kind of like keeping it. And I'm also really self-conscious, especially when my career kind of started and I kind of started making my way into rooms and meeting certain people. I was really self-conscious about not wanting to somehow like distance myself from the person that I've been most of my life and from the people that might be interested in me and anybody that might follow my stuff that I didn't want to like decrease any accessibility to who I was because I'll oh, look at him doing that thing. Like, I don't know. I just, that thing he does even with my friends, that thing he does too. I don't know, but those, you know what I'm saying? It's like, we get to do some fabulous things and they're amazing, but we Agreed. don't want that to change the way people perceive us. So we kind of have one foot in, each room because obviously it's fun to do some of these things (laughs) it's amazing but i don't want anybody to feel like they can't be part of it or this or that we're not the same so i guess that whole preface preface is to say i'm doing something particularly fabulous that i really do have to pinch myself and go i cannot believe i'm here it never i'm swallowing a lot because i'm like dehydrated i'm on a i'm on a boat (laughs) right now and not just any boat i'm okay I'm on a yacht in the French Riviera outside of Cannes in France. And wow. this is something that like a lot of folks I'm with because it's a, be- a lot of pictures to be taken. You know, they post stuff and I just, I don't, I don't want to do that because I don't want to look like the, I'm sure nobody would think this, but I don't want to be like, look at me on a yacht in the French Riviera. Now, most of my friends who know me and love me will be like, oh, cool. That's, that's rad, dude. That looks beautiful. Hey, like that. You know, have a great time. Yes. But then I just think of like the lesser percentage of D bags and A holes that'll make me feel odd about it. And I'm I'm giving them too much power, Esty. Right. I shouldn't Who care those about those people. people. Who cares about them? Fuck those people. Who cares? Are you kidding me? Do you know what I, I would know. give it's, it's right my own now neuroses. to be on a it's, yacht in the French of the era? I know, but I'm not gonna like post about it. Like I'm gonna talk about it, but I won't like show pictures unless it has something to do with like, you know, I don't know. Darren, that's your somebody. journey. That's your prerogative. I will say this. Speaking of like fame changing people or money changing people, to me, it's not the money 
or the fame that changes you, it reveals you. Like you were like if you're a piece of shit, you've always been. Yeah, a piece I've heard of that. Shit. That's a that's a good expression. Yeah, that's true. I'd like to think that. I mean, you and I have a really interesting, a very um not interesting. I would say uh, a really special relationship with this world with this world of this glamorous uh, sort of fabulous life of people who hang out on yachts in the Mediterranean, which is we are the entertainment. We're the jesters. We're the court jesters. We, which, which is a happy trade because they want music like jester, a song, like give us a joke. And totally. I'm happy to provide that. And it's something that I can do. I'm good at, and I'm happy to bring joy to them. And it's a really mutually beneficial relationship because we, you know, I, I'm happy to hang on this. Fucking, it's saying, saying boat sounds funny because I'm looking at this crazy yacht. It's like a hotel on the middle of the water. <laughs> but I'm, you know, it's like every, everybody benefits. And the I don't want to give any too, too much information, but the the gentleman who who runs this this thing is is a, is a lovely guy who you know made his money in a very earnest, incredible way, and it's a very giving humanitarian. And I'm here for an event. I'm not. I'm not like you know. I'm not being paid to hang on a yacht. I'm. I'm doing like right. a charity event, and I'm here, and it's and all good. And you're staying with a friend. You're staying. And on I'm a staying friend. with a friend. Exactly. A, a friend. This is a guy. <laughs> right. I was coming into town, and someone said, "Hey, you know, so and so is going to be in town." with his yacht do you want to stay on it i'm like of course, <laughs> of course. what oh my god no like, i don't experience oh yeah. my god yeah no no thank you i'll stay in i'll stay in the hotel on land yeah i i mean this is the thing like there's experiences that you have to say yes to when you're in the industry that we're in i mean like like being on a yacht during Con, I don't even know if I'm. I know saying it's it during right. the Can Festival, exactly. Can Con, yeah. like I feel Can-Con, like Can Can do, yeah. I don't know. I don't know whatever Can. it is, but yes, you say yes to that, Darren, and enjoy it and have fun. I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. Well, you know, sometimes it's me, sometimes it's you. You know, we both get to go. When you were in London, I was like, ah, oh, what I wouldn't do to like go to the UK right now. And a lot of people right now That's listening true. are probably like, uh, motherfucker is traveling. It's like, I trust, I've been feeling that way for a long time. And the fact that I got the opportunity to, to come out here, it was like, oh my God, please take me. And uh, luckily, you know, things are a little better now than they were. And, and the nice thing about being out in on a, on a yacht is that you're, you know, you're in the water. So it's like, you're not in, everybody on the boat is, is all vaxxed, vaxxed, waxed and waxed and relaxed and relaxed. I yeah. think the so reason that happening. I've probably never been in, I've never, Darren, this is full disclosure, I've never been on a yacht. That's okay. A lot of people haven't. This isn't like some prerequisite experience of life. This it's is like not. bonus round if you manage to somehow fall into a rabbit hole that led you here. But I want like, you to tell, I want you to tell that to said owner of the yacht. I want you to tell him. <laughs> SD like, hey, I got this buddy. Please. SD Heim, she's, uh, they, they, I mean, look, they they love a band. Pe- people love music, you know. Like you guys would be a welcome addition. I have an acoustic to this, guitar. Uh, to this vessel. I have an acoustic yeah. guitar. I can sling it over my back and hop on a flight. Get over to the French Riviera. <laughs> I can say some things in French. My friend Gabby went to the American University in Paris, so I learned a little bit of French while she was there and I visited her. You speak lundi. French, oh. though. You speak French. Oh, ouais. Un petit peu. Difficile de, de parler. plus facile de comprendre. Et, but for me, it is better to, uh, to speak than to listen because uh, I cannot understand if it moves too fast. It's hard for me. Darren. That's my... It's that's my almost... French, it so. gets... Like, the more I do this podcast with you, the more annoyed I am with 
how <laughs> like I, talented th- you th- are th- see, th- and how cool you are and how many facets there are to you like that. It's annoying to me. I want to be able to do that so badly. We have trade. We're trading, you know, Ugh. like I, if we're just going to have a circle jerk here, there are plenty of moments where, you know, like you played bass with Prince. I did. Okay. Well, you know, it's like we, the, the scales even out. Well, the, okay. Technically, I sang back up for Prince. You sang back with Prince, which like, who's counting at that point? There was a bass on. So to really break it down, there was a bass. I had a bass on. But then when he took the stage... The rest of Third Eye Girl was also there. And I literally was like, I can't. You yielded your time. I was like, I am. <laughs> I am not yeah. playing this bass when Third Eye Girl <laughs> is on stage. If people Please don't know what I'm re- referencing, this was the SNL 40, 40. 40th, 50th? 40th uh, celebration and Prince was still alive. And there was this sort of epic after party that made the rounds uh, on, on the internet. And uh, I saw my friends from the band Haim playing, well, singing, of course, like like you just said. Singing. Sing, singing the, uh-oh, let's go. Like, yes. And the, oh. Beside Prince. Oh. Yeah, it was, that was fucking amazing. So we all we all take our turns in the barrel. I, know, I don't but, know if that's a But that's truly, at this juncture, and I don't know if our listeners can pick up on this, I'm ill. I'm not feeling well. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's, let's, I know. God, I'm really sticking it to you. I'm like on a boat and beautiful Lit. day. Talk and you're about like, it's like six in the morning brow. for you. I'm so sorry. I'm like, there's like schmutz dripping out of my nose. I ha- I don't have a voice. I don't. So before anyone freaks out, I do not have COVID. I've taken. You're normal sick. This I'm is what happens sick. when human beings are around each other. Yeah. Yes. We just, we're, we're germy, we're germy little bugs. We're germy little bugs. I went to, I, I, I went to, I went to the market without a mask because in Los Angeles that is acceptable. And I think that's where I got sick. Unfortunately, that's what you get for going to the market. That's what I get for trying to be healthy and eating my veggies. Yep. No, you got to stick to fast food. I know. I should have gone to in and out that day. Should have gone to in and out, stayed in the drive through lane. I'm sitting here talking to Darren Chris while he's in the French Riviera. While I'm, I'm there's Darren. Like, like, can you see my nightstand? Those are tissues. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know that. I know that. Uh, you that know that scene. journey. And it's like, why am I keeping them there? It's like, am I keeping them there to like remind myself that I'm sick? Am I going to reuse some? You just don't want to throw them in the trash. Yeah, I'm a lazy bitch. I'm just going to keep them there and yeah. I clean them up at the end of the night in one fell in swoop. In one fell swoop. No, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. You know? And I have like a gallon, I have a jug of Arrowhead. It's like right within reach. What else yeah, do I have? I just got to rest up, man. I had an entire bag of goldfish. Oh, that's the other thing that sucks is as a type 1 diabetic when you're sick, taking care of your blood sugars is just impossible. Oh, how does that work? What's the big? What's the big obstacle? Can you not like, I don't know what happens to your blood sugar when you're sick. I don't know what's, well, what's your, different than what's your going body, on regularly. Your body is trying is like the way that it was explained to me is that your body is working on healing itself, right? It wants you to get better. So that so it's more difficult for the things that your body does, i.e. absorbing insulin. Once it's in your body, it's harder for it to do its job. Right. 
it's harder to do everything. So if your body's already having a hard time, it's double hard time. It's double hard to have insulin absorption. As and and I'm already slightly insulin resistant, unfortunately. Tell you what, I'm gonna speak to the captain right now. We're gonna turn this thing around and she'll and only take pick us a me month up to get you to get you pick you up from the long I'm beach. Pick me up from <laughs> strong Boy, I beach. Know, I don't know where this would go. I'll just stand on the on the Queen Mary like waving. Like and waving like, my yeah, di- we'll, my diabetic flag. We'll find like a, a like a rope some like a la like a pirate ship invasion. Like you can we'll just swing you on. Dude, I don't know if you, this isn't again, like for our listeners that if I haven't tried to make it clear enough, again, like this is these these are the moments in life where I go, wow, this is so special. It's never lost on me. It is extraordinary. I'm just so extraordinarily like just ugh, humbled and 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 excited and appreciative of these really wild moments. Again, I, you know, you can't see what I'm looking at right now. It's beautiful blue water and all these just it's like a beautiful city. It's just the, the whole thing is amazing. And the thing that blows my mind is how this is a normal ecosystem for people some people like do this oh and so i was so i was oh this is a fun topic so i was sort of picking the brains of the staff that work on this ship because okay. there's a staff all right yes. so they have rooms for guests right yes there's like i don't want to blow this guy's shit up but you know it's like there's like like i think six guest rooms right yep. six okay yep. Yep. This is this is painting the scale of this thing. Six guest rooms, and then there's something of I want to say like 19 staff who all live on wow. the ship. So if you're doing the math on that, that's a lot of rooms. Like people live and work on this ship, and so I was like, okay, where are you guys from? What do you do? And they all have really interesting backgrounds. It's like the UN here. Some come from the UK, Australia, all parts of Europe. Everyone's from all over the world working on this thing. They're all like young folks having okay. come from a variety of places. One of the guys was like a chef and he wanted to travel. And so just like these vagabond travel people that have like nautical backgrounds. Love it. Or, or service industry backgrounds, but like want to work in sort of privatized units. And it's wild listening to their stories of how they got here because this is what they do all year round. And I said, like, I didn't even know this. They were like, uh, you know, well, we do med season and we do, uh, I think they said carob season. And I was like, wait, 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 wait oh, a second. Carob. As in like, nice. like you do a Mediterranean season. He's like, yeah, it's summertime and spring and summer. And then typically for the winter, we go to the Caribbean and they just do this. They just run. I mean, it's a hotel. It's a hotel on the water and they are, the, totally. they run and operate this hotel all year round. And I was just so fascinated by this whole thing of like, like, do you guys like each other? And they're like, they, I didn't know this. There's a reality show called below deck. Like, that's you what just I was watch going that, to mention. A, okay. That's apparently that's what it is. I don't know this show, but now I want to watch it because oh, like Darren. they're all cool, sexy, young people. And I'm like, how are you guys all not like fucking each other, hanging out <laughs> in the boat, but that must be like forbidden. There's gotta be a whole lot of drama on this. Like you have to live on this moving hotel that goes to all these fabulous places. And you have to meet all these weirdos that come on the boat every now and then like me and like make nice. And I just like, what a weird thing. Can you imagine? But like, with all those things you said, you can only imagine how great the show is. I know. It must be incredible. Like the drama. Well, like the one thing that I've learned. So there's a couple things that I've learned from Below Deck. First of all, the franchise. There's Below Deck. There's Below Deck Med. And there's Below Deck Sailing Yacht. There are three, count them, three I versions. didn't know this. Darren. Okay. So they say Med. So there is a, yes. that was the correct terminology that I was Below learning. Below Deck Med. Okay. Med. Mediterranean. Mediterranean. Okay. So, full disclosure, I love Below Deck. And not only do I love it, 
my boyfriend loves it. And so it's the one show out of okay, everything so on television. Co-signed. Yes. Adam and I watch it together and he loves it. Part of the reason that we love it is because he just, he loves, he's, you know, Adam's a sailor. Adam has his like sailing license. He like, Oh, well then he very, must really like it. Oh, yeah. he, he just loves, I mean, he loves the parts of it where I'm like, I could care less. He loves like the docking, like well, loves to watch the docking of the boat. He loves to right, watch the nautical, the nautical yeah. things, and like the and like the crew tying knots, and then he'll be like, "That's that's a Dude, bowl it's and an knot." Ancient, like it's an ancient, amazing function of our civilization. It's like the the bedrock of like empire expansion is like if you know how to be seafaring, waterfaring, yes. like you have power. Totally. And like that is like the like the the turning point for a lot of major civilizations was like see that big fucking thing out there that's like <laughs> swallowing everything where we get our food. What if we went into it, wield its power, and like travel around to places and do shit? Like that's magic. I mean, that was the it the is. ocean is the original outer space. It really like, is. Most people are like, no way, I'm not going in there. No way, that's crazy. To quote Aladdin, it is a whole new world. I was thinking. Ariel sings part of your world because yeah, technically, which is a which is a fair crossover. But also, it same is, same writer, same writer. But you know, the, our world is different from under the sea. That is true. The seaweed is always greener in somebody else's. I like. always thought it was so dirty. The ocean? No, no. I love <laughs> the ocean. No, in that song in Under the Sea, where Sebastian sings. Darling, it's better down where it's wetter. Take it from me. Take it from me. That's Darling, you just being a naughty, a naughty little little kid. Darling, it's better down where it's wetter. Take, Take it, it from, from me? me. Dirty. I mean, Sorry. he's referring. Okay, okay. Da- Sorry. Okay. Sorry. As much as I, I, I appreciate this observation. In defense, the song is called "Under the Sea." Yes. So he, he's using the preposition of under, as in below, and the sea is in the ocean. So down being somewhat relating to under, where it's wetter, he's referring to the sea and not genitals, as it seems you are projecting or did project when you were a kid. Or maybe it was a genius line. They said, leave it. Maybe somebody one day when they're in their 30s will find this funny. I think the writers of the songs... What's his name? Alan something? Alan Menken and Howard Ashman. Howard yes. Ashman being like my numero uno Whew. hero if I could have dinner with anybody dead or alive. Oh, yeah. Incredible songwriters. I do think there was a moment where they all like all of them like winked at each other when they were writing it. I think they knew. Okay. I think they knew I don't what wanna they were doing. Deprive you of that. I think so. Uh, you know what? Why not? It, it, listen, if they meant it, great. If they didn't me- mean it, great. Because it's a great line. There's another. Howard Ashman line that's like that. I'm not trying to ruin your childhood. No, you're not ruining. Trust me, there's plenty of shit from those movies that are, you know, famously uh, kind of naughty and, and salacious. There's a line that I love from Beauty and the Beast, again, Alan Menken and Howard Ashman. Yes. That I always wondered was if it was like kind of a nod to something else. Oh my God, lay it on me. And this is this this is same the same as down where it's wetter. Okay. Because sure, it could be. It could be, it could maybe, maybe it isn't. Who knows? When it's the, it's the kind of, I guess you would call the middle, it's like the bridge, middle eight, I guess, of, uh, of I guess you wouldn't song? call it middle eight in a pop song. The bridge of Be Our Guest. And, um. Okay. 
when Lumiere, Lumiere is okay. sort of lamenting about life is so unnerving for a servant, servant who's, who's not, not serving. serving. The soul, soul to serve, beg upon. Oh, uh, uh, ten. Okay, here it is. Ten years we've been rusting, needing so much more than dusting. And he was like clearly Stupin Babette, the, yep. the, the duster. The, yeah, the duster. Oh. So it's like, he's like, 10 years we've been rusting. It's like, we, we need we need something more than like dusting. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to, like, I need, I, need my, I need my shit back. I need my junk back. I'm clearly a French Lothario I am that loves fully, getting around. I'm fully mind blown. I did not put that together. I didn't know where you were going yeah. with that. I think you're oh, right. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, they they were totally getting on. That's like a huge rule for um, even on cruise ships. Like yep. if you're a staff on a cruise ship, you're not allowed to socialize with guests. It's like a liability. Right. Totally. Um, there's like some like if because what happens is people on cruise ships, you know, they have a couple drinks and they really like the bartender and they're like, you're fun. Like. Why don't you come out with us or like, why don't you come back to our room and like have a party? And it's like, bro, I can't like, no, that's, that's, that's not a, can I tell you thing? The, I tangentially as a kid sort of lived that life. Do you know this about me? What? Like cruise ships? Well, there's this thing called Club Med. Do you know about Club Med? Yeah. Club Med. I heard of, what, what is that? It's like a, it's like an all inclusive resort. Okay. Go on. So they're all over the world. I'm wondering where this is going. How did this tie to don't? Well, no, 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 no. It, so, so basically, so my parents, when I was a kid, had a band right. called Boomerang. And it was all covers. Like the idea was like, you know, these songs are coming back. We're Boomerang. Throwbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Okay, I like that. So they had, they, it was my mom and my dad and then another couple. And this was in like the mid nineties. Fun. And my parents couldn't afford um, vacations for us. We, you know, the three kids like vacation is expensive. So my parents would do, and so backtrack. The other couple in this band used to be, I don't know what you would call them, club club medites club. <laughs> club metters i don't know it was kind of like working on a yacht where they would club just medites sound like uh, the religious faction that like crossed uh, <laughs> yeah exactly the, when the medites persevered through the desert to make it to the next spa yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> and you i mean it's 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 such a fun i mean like instead of using money you had beads because everything is inclusive. Right, that makes sense. It was very, it was like sure. very what you're thinking. Was, and there was a movie about okay. it with no, Sinbad. No, it sounds, it sounds cool. Yes. So there was a movie about it. Wait. With Sinbad called Club Med. Yeah. I that guess now I associate it with like medical marijuana, you know, like a med, like a med men and all these like, like these, these like puns on medical cannabis. But anyway. You're so not you're, wrong. So did they play these do they play ships do they play gigs with, with club med well that was the thing so so this couple when they were in their late teens early 20s they would work at these club meds so they when they started the band they were like guys like we'll just go play club meds and you know we our kids can come with us and they can stay there for free are, are they on a boat or are they are just like no, a resort no club med is like a resort so it's like oh okay Turks okay, I was and like, Caicos, and 
you know, I, I we went to one in Tulum. We went in no, not Tulum. We went to one in Extapa. We went to one in Colorado. There was like a skiing club med at one point. Cool. And then my parents would just stay but there because your parents would play there. Yes, yeah, so we could stay. We would stay for free. That's awesome. That everybody wins there. Good for your parents. Everybody That's wins cool. there. But like, so that was like my version of. Be, I was like a, a Yachty's child because my parents were wow, technically cool. employees of Club Med. They're doing what I'm doing now. It's like, this ain't my yacht. This right. ain't my, like, that's not their their resort, but they get to be the jesters. Being like, there's that, that famous quote from Bruce Lee, be water, my friend. Be water, my friend. That's a wonderful interview. That's a whole other tangent. But for me, I'm just like, be jester. Be the jester, my friend. Be the jester. It's a good... Be the jester. If you if you can swing it, if you can swing it, it's a great, it's a great little niche, you know. So wait, are you? You're not. So the i, it's not under the guise of I shall be the jester. It's under the guise of like if you if the if the moment is right, I will get. Is there a piano on the boat? No, I brought I brought a little guitar. I brought a little guitar. Oh, that's smarty. just my little beach little beach little thing. Little tiny guy I take everywhere. Wait, so wait, what is the charity? Is so you're singing for you're singing at a function. I had a friend that asked me to play this event, and uh, I was like, "Well, I, it's in France. It's very far away." And they were really gracious enough to fly me out here. And obviously, I was it was like a hard yes. I'm in the middle of all this stuff and all this work, which I'm going to put a pin in that because I wanted to say something else about okay. all the work that we're doing. Which is you and I have so many projects we're working on right now that we're sort of like embargoing talking about until they come out. Totally. Let's just say we're working on them and we can't wait to talk about them on the podcast. But th- okay. like one of those projects for me is coming to a head. So I can't exactly just like pick up and go and leave and go to France. But because of the past right. year, everybody who I was working with was like, dude, you got to go. And I was like, thank you. Because obviously I would like to. Okay. So anyway, I got here and it's to play this event. And again, the, the, everything just kind of convalesced serendipitously where there was somebody else that was like, hey, do you, you know, this friend of mine is here. Do you want to stay in this boat? And I was like, absolutely. It was like, what an experience oh, of a lifetime. So nice. I mean, like there's, I've gotten to see a lot of crazy shit and this is a level of reality that I guess I knew in the back of my mind existed, but it's just never one I considered and, or have ever truly seen or experienced. So like I, I used to say being on a show like Glee was like been being given the Green Lantern ring, which is a really nerdy reference. Nice. But you're give you're given this you're like chosen, right? Like you're given this you know, with if it's another superhero reference, but like with great power comes great responsibility. So if you're like yes. if you're given the proverbial cape and cow, like, okay, you're the person now. You know that you're just the dude, but you also have a responsibility to like show up for the persona of that superhero. Because when you show up, people go, oh, man, thank God, you know, wow, superheroes here. Like, you want to have an experience with what you perceive to be a superhero. So you have to kind of, like, step into that role. And for the longest time, I, like, kind of ran away from it because I didn't want to be that person. It wasn't, like, who I associated myself with being. Yes. But now, in a way, I don't know how you feel about this, Esty. I feel like there's a part of myself that, like, feels like I'm insulting people's hopes of myself or a version of like myself your, their expectations of you you mean like running away from it and i think i've actually leaned into this role a little more in the past few years simply to like i don't know honor the the again the cape and cow that i've been given to kind of make it a more fun experience for the people look looking i don't know watching the show sure it's interesting to like reach that point uh when you have this 
we kind of talked about this on that thing I do, but one of the things we do is like, you have to kind of negotiate this relationship with who you, who you are, who you know yourself to be and who you think you know other people hoping you to be. Yes. (laughs) Do, Do you know what I'm saying? Are you feeling me at all? I do know Darren. And this is, this is the thing is like at this point in our lives, like you're doing something going like rewinding you are the for as long as i've known you i haven't known you to be any different and when i see you around people that may or may that you may or may not know i think of it as like it's just the more you're just more of like the amplified version of yourself and i feel like i'm the same way i and i feel like both of us there's like a tenacious D episode where cage and Jack black become more obsessed with their fan than their fan is with them. (laughs) And I feel like we're also like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you for reminding me of that episode, that episode. Yeah. Lee, Lee. <laughs> I forgot about that. Lee, 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 yeah, Lee. They get obsessed with they Lee. They get obsessed with God, him. I haven't thought about that in years. <laughs> but I remember watching that and being like, oh, I mean, I can I can imagine doing the exact same thing as Cage. And, and this is like before we got signed or anything. I was like, that's probably going to be me. And it is. Yeah, it is. You know, I take pictures and videos of absolutely everything, but I just don't I post know anything. You do. I know get you on my do. Case about this. I know you yeah. do. But, that, but that's okay. I make books of them and I have them at home and we collect them. I just don't put them on the internet. A, because there's too many that I don't know where I would start. And I would spend hours. I spend hours. If I have to post something, it takes me hours. It's why I don't post. It's not It's not only because I'm a sentiment hoarder. It's because it would take me so long to decide the perfect caption, right. the perfect photo. And in the amount of time that I could be doing that, I could just be enjoying the thing I'm doing. Totally. So I never do it. Like if I post half the shit that I do, man, I'm telling you, people, I, people would probably think I'm way cooler or it would be the extreme of my fear earlier, which is people would think I'm a huge douchebag. I don't know. It'd be one of the two. But uh, yeah, man, some of the fucking wacky shit I get into. I got all the pictures. I got all the videos. And it's just that I don't share it with the world. And that's I share okay. With you well, yeah. I mean, you've shown Thank me some you. crazy shit and you've taken some crazy photos of us together as well i have i've got them all let's wrap this up Darren. let's wrap this up well that's the thing i do i i'm you know what's the word i'm looking for i'm uh ne- negotiating my relationship with myself as perceived by the world via things like social media and doing the things that i get to do sometimes but another thing i do is i don't post a whole lot because i'm spending way too much time just enjoying the thing and i think that's the best thing that you could do darren thank you and the thing that essie does is get sick sometimes and pile tissues on her on my nightstand table on my nightstand i'm just i'm this week is not my week but that's okay i'm alive you know we're gonna switch places where it's not gonna be my week and it's gonna be yours you know this was a little mini microscope into a section of my life that i don't think i would have shared otherwise honestly i'm so so glad you did because i'm honestly gonna do that live vicariously through you this entire week and those said photos that you've been taking and hoarding better be in my iMessage at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why, I'll try and pick the best. It's hard for me to decide. I mean, I'm not going to post them. You can literally send me 700 photos and videos and I will look okay, we'll do. through all of them. Okay, I'll have to do that. And pretend like I'm on the boat. I would really enjoy that. We At least we stayed on the boat with recording this podcast this week. Thank you guys for listening. I'm sorry we didn't have any guests. The guest was this insane situation. And my cold. I, I hope you guys can appreciate 
and the cold. This this episode was brought to you by the common cold and the uncommon experience of hanging out on a luxury yacht. Thank you, guys. We love you. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you next week. That Thing I Do is a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. If you like the show, which I know you do, please be sure to like us, follow us, and leave a glowing review. Thank you for listening to our show. We'll see you next time. Bye.